0: So for the second year in a row, we find ourselves in Lent with me here because your priest has been taken away somewhere. If this happens next year, I'm going to start to think it's you guys, okay? Once is okay, twice, all right, three times, that's a pattern. You guys need to stop scaring away your priest. But anyway, we start Lent today, and we hear all about prayer, fasting, and almsgiving in the Gospel. And I have to commend whoever did the—you that read the reading? Beautiful on the psalm. Very nice. Except one problem. She made it sound way too happy. It was like, oh, be merciful, Lord, for we have sinned. Excellent job reading. But we should be sad, okay? We should really remember that today we are sinners. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that we as people are bad just because we are sinners. It means that we need a savior which is why we place the ashes on our head. Now normally we place them in the sign of the cross on our forehead and the ashes represent that we are sinners and the symbol of the cross represents that we have a savior, one who has come to redeem the world. But it's okay to remember first, before that we have a savior, it's okay to remember that we are sinful. Now, I'm old compared to you guys, okay? But I occasionally do watch TikTok. So you know the TikTok uh, where it's just someone and they'll have something that says, like, every time I think of how I used to be or something, and then it's just a compilation of them going, oh, oh, oh. That one? No? Maybe it's just me. Okay. Well, anyway, that's what we do today. We remember all of those cringy times in our life that we have chosen ourselves over the Lord. If you're like me, it's not hard. Just think back to sometime this morning. I think you'll find something but we get to think about how to be better than our sins. And the gospel provides for us three ways in which to do that. Now before we get there, and spoilers, I've already told you that they're prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, but before we get there, if you're anything like me, maybe you feel like Lent last year never ended. Like Lent has just been going on and on and on, and Easter never came. And it's like, there's nothing different. Last year, Lent came, COVID struck, everything was different, we're shut down. Look, even you're different. Last year, I was over there, and all of you were here, and we were talking about cocaine or something like that. I was reminded of that at one point. But anyway, this year, you're all spaced, you've got masks on, and I mean, it's much harder to tell that you're displeased with the homily because your faces are hidden. But it feels like nothing has changed a lot. Lent is still upon us. Hardship still reigns. We're just such gloomy people all the time. And yet this is exactly what it was like for the Israelites trudging through the desert for 40 years. You know that it should have only taken the Israelites like a month to get from Egypt to the Promised Land. It's not that far. And yet it took them 40 years. Now I'm not saying they were lost, but it shouldn't take you 40 years to go a month's journey. And I'm sure for them it felt the same way. They kept circling the same places and seeing the same things and doing the same sins, which is why it took them so long to get there, because they kept forgetting their promises that they made to God. So the gospel today gives us how to make things new, because this is a new time. It's a new liturgical season. Last week, your priest wore green. This week we're in purple, last week it was ordinary time, this is extraordinary time. A time where we get to reflect on our sinfulness and on the greatness of our Savior. So when we remember that we are sinful, there's three things that we can do. We can pray, we can fast, and we can give alms. Now prayer, very simple. And the gospel makes it very clear, if you're doing any of these things in front of people and saying, hey everybody, look how good I am, you're terrible. You're really bad at what you're trying to do. Prayer, it says, go to your room, shut the door, and speak privately to your Father. For he hears and sees all things. So prayer is a non-negotiable. You must pray every single day. Every single one of us in here must pray. I don't care if it's two minutes. I don't care if you somehow magically have two hours to pray. You've got to pray every single day. Next is fasting. People always confuse fasting for holy weight loss. The church is not telling you that you need to lose a few pounds during Lent, okay? The church is telling you that you need to find something good and you need to deny yourself just for a period. Because if we deny ourselves in bodily form now, when we encounter temptation, that wants us to sin. It's a very similar feeling. And so we know how to combat it. The opening prayer said that we are battling against spiritual realities. Like, this is real. We're not just doing this because it's fun and Father likes to play dress-up. We're doing this because what we're doing has eternal consequences. There are demons, okay? Let's call it what it is. There are demons that are trying to get you to sin every single day of your life. If God has a plan for you, the devil absolutely also has a plan for you. So fasting is one of the best ways to combat this plan. As I said, when we deny ourselves and the easiest thing to do is deny yourself some form of food, when we feel that hunger physically in our stomachs, we can know, one, I'm not going to die. Two, This is what it feels like to be in control of my body and not give in, even though it's telling me it wants me to do something. So therefore, when I encounter some other temptation and my body is like, you need to do that now, I can say no, and I can know that I'm not gonna die and it's going to be okay. This is why we fast. So fasting today and on Fridays during Lent means no meat. So eat your grilled cheese sandwich or your filet of fish from McDonald's or whatever you kids are into these days, but no meat. And also two small meals through the beginning of the day that don't equal the total of the last meal. So you have like one sandwich here, one sandwich there. You could have two sandwiches at dinner. It's simple math. Or you can choose to deny yourself something else. Now, if you're, a, you're an adult, don't ever deny yourself coffee. That would be a mistake because your fasting should not make you gloomy in appearance or make you a bear to be around. People should still want to be your friend even though you're fasting and not telling them. Lastly, almsgiving. Now this one, you're like, I don't have to worry about that, Father. No income. Close. You may have a job, you may not, but all of us are called to almsgiving. Now, one of the most important things, one of the biggest treasures that every single human being on earth in this day and age has is the gift of their time. You may not have an income that you're able to give 10% to charity. That's fine. But you absolutely have some time that you could help someone else. That you could find a way to be less of a burden to others. That you could go out of your way to give of yourself to help someone. That's absolutely acceptable for almsgiving. So, Jesus tells us very clearly about these things, as I said. We should be joyful in doing them. We should do them out of love and fidelity of God, not out of mere obedience and I have to. And also we should be joyful. People should want to be around us when we're doing this. And if we're doing it only for the accolades of others, you're doing it for the completely wrong reasons. So today starts our journey in Lent. Today we focus on these spiritual battles that we will fight over the next 40 days, pointing towards the glory of the resurrection. So I very much encourage you this day to choose something, some physical, tangible thing that you can give up or add in. Mostly we give up something to deny ourselves or we add in some form of prayer. But choose something and stick to it. I'll even give you Sundays off. You can retire from it on Sundays. But choose for the next 40 days to make Lent unlike any other ordinary time that you've been through and truly make this extraordinary time.